Today, on this Friday within the octave of Easter, we consider the word church. What is the church? Who is the church? A few days ago, uh, we were all impressed when we saw the Holy Father alone at St. Peter's Square imparting his blessing, the Urbi et Orbi benediction, imploring the end of the pandemic. And St. Peter's Square, according to its architect Bernini, symbolizes that universal embrace of the church, welcoming everybody, this embrace. The universality is present also in today's gospel because uh, John, St. John tells us that the number of fish gathered by the disciples was 153. 153 is the equivalent, is the total number of species known at that time. So it is a symbol of universality. The net of the church touches every man and everything that is in ourselves, in a man. Every man and everything within the man. So how impressive to see St. Peter's Square empty. The embrace of the church of, of Christ to all men and is empty. Um, and maybe this lack of people in the liturgy, in the Eucharist during Holy Week can make us think about the being of the church in our modern time. So it can teach us something about what the church really is. The emptiness teaches us as the negative in a picture. Like in many other things we learn in this pandemic, it's like the negative of a picture. So it tells us that the church cannot be, and it is not, a set of people united virtually. So the unity in the church is not virtual, but real. The church is the body of Christ. It is the family that is formed, born and formed by the touch of the body of Christ. So the church is not just an inner union that we achieve by watching Mass on TV, but it's a unity that passes through the encounter and the presence. Uh, of course, watching Mass on the TV helps, right? But it's not a virtual union, it's a real union. And if we can consider this image, the church is a community that does not fear contagion, the, the infection. Of course, we are prudent and we avoid contact because we don't want to be infected with the virus. But the church is born from this contagious presence of, of Jesus, the contagion of the life of Jesus. This means that we are not in the church because of our own initiative, because we have come to meet and praise God on our own initiative. We are here because He has called us. That's the origin of the church. This has been like an infection, and like a contagion, right? It's, he has transformed our body. And in our body resides that which we have not created, that which we have not given uh, to ourselves, and the church is, first and foremost, the body of Christ. So it's a unity that comes from God. It's not just our initiative. We are united because we have been caught in the great net of Jesus, carried by the hand of Peter. Then we can remember that the church is not filled, uh, is not, uh, filled with people by pleasing the world. Let's say more I mean, sweeter things so that everybody comes. 
the first reading tells us that Christ is the stone which the builders rejected, the architects rejected. And now he is the cornerstone. So the church is that building that stands on a stone that was rejected. And it was rejected not just by anyone, but by the architects, but those who know, those who understand construction. The church stands on a stone discarded as useless. And that is why it will always be considered, the church will always be a stranger uh, in the city of men. T.S. Eliot says, and I quote, Why should men love the church? Why should they love her loss? The church, she speaks to them of life and death, and of all that they would like to forget. She is tender when they want to be hard. She is hard when they like to be soft. She speaks to them of evil and sin and other unpleasant facts. The church also speaks to them, we can add, of a high vision of man, of a vision of man in the image of Christ, the risen one. From this elevated vision of man, the church inspires our whole society to cultivate um, the man fully alive. Um, the church can proclaim this high vision, high vocation of man because it is based on the Eucharist, where we receive the body and blood of Christ. So in the gospel today, we see that Jesus prepares a breakfast for his disciples. And we can say that the church is that group of men and women, that group of men for whom Jesus prepares a breakfast. This is a symbol of the Eucharist, bread and fish. The church is that group of men who eat together a meal of thanksgiving to the Father for having made us brothers and a meal that gives us the strength to continue on the pilgrimage towards our final homeland. We finish as we started with Bernini's uh, square, St. Peter's Square, an empty embrace that reminds us of all of this. Um, it is a call to conversion to the church so that we may learn what is the true source from which we are born, not on our own initiative, because we think similarly. The Church is born in the Eucharist, from the Eucharist. Every reform in the Church consists in living again from the Eucharist, in letting the Eucharist conform uh, our way of life and grow and spread throughout society. We ask that the Lord may grant us soon as he did with his disciples uh, to go to this breakfast that he himself prepares for us on the coals on the shore of the Sea of Galilee.